Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about how you're dealing with everything that's going on around you. I posted something on Facebook the other day, and it was a picture of a lion And the lion had a baby cub in its mouth. And from one point of view of the picture, it looked like the lion had the whole head of the baby in the mouth and like it was eating the cub. But then if you looked at the other perspective of the image, it actually shows that the lion is carefully holding the cub and carrying it. So the message was, be careful in how you look at things. There's always a different perspective. And I posted it, not necessarily even meaning to address what was going on around us. Just I think this is a perfect lesson for life in general, that we always have a choice every day. And you know, you hear me say this, we have a choice. We can choose happiness, we can choose good thoughts, or we can choose fear and worry. Now, fear and worry don't do anything to help us. When we are afraid and we let doubt come in and we start to panic, it actually causes us to respond in a less desirable way than we normally would because we become emotional and it makes it hard for us to think logically and reasonably. So that's what you saw when you saw people going out and panic buying and they started hoarding toilet paper and paper towels and shopping like they were going to be in their homes for five years, that was due to fear. Fear caused those people to go out and behave in a way that they probably would not normally behave. I don't think most people would normally go to the grocery store and buy five years worth of groceries. It's fear that does that panic, that I'm going to get ahead of everyone else because I have to fend for myself. That's a survival instinct, and survival instincts are based on fear. It's what we've learned. It's what we've been taught. We've been taught most of our lives to think with our egos, which is just edging God out. When we use our egos, which our egos will tell us things like, oh my gosh, you're never going to make it. You're not going to survive. You better buy 15 pounds of that. That's just us letting fear come in and control us and allow us to do things we wouldn't normally do. Well, when I posted this on Facebook, you know, someone posted and said, you know, I'm really afraid of what's going on. And it made me realize that there are probably many more people who listen to my podcast who are also really afraid and panicked right now about what's happening. And I totally get it. I really do. But here's the deal, guys. There are things we can do to help us during this time not to panic, not to give in to fear, not to worry. One of the things, if you're watching a lot of news, and while I do truly believe it's good to be informed, there comes a point when you get oversaturated with news The media really likes to hype up the numbers of people who have the cases, who are dying. And while it's good to get that information, it also causes us to be afraid. 
I think that we need to be doing what our leaders are asking us to do, which is to stay home, not just to protect yourself, but to protect the spread of this virus to others. But we're still able to go to stores. We're still able to communicate to people via internet. And as long as you're not in crowds of more than 10 people, you know, if you're with your families, you can use this time to really do some soul searching and reflecting. Um, what I've been using it for personally is I'm going to be really honest. I had gotten away from meditating as much as I used to. And the reason was I said I was so busy and, you know, we had all this stuff going on with my kids and with my ex-husband. And I thought, you know what? I just don't have time. Oh, that was a lie. I was telling myself is that I don't have time. And now it's almost like the universe is like, oh, really? You don't have time? Well, here's all the time in the world. And I'm just, of course, being sarcastic, but it did make me realize, you know what? There are a lot of things that I need to reprioritize. So I decided to make sure that I did at least one meditation a day. And I started working out again because even though I do work out, sometimes it has only been once or twice a week because, again, I told myself I don't have time. So this person's comment made me realize that, you know, people are afraid. And I understand why people are afraid. The media definitely is making it seem like it's the end of the world. I promise you it's not the end of the world, but we are going through a huge shift. And it's a shift that is calling lightworkers and people to step forward. And it is going to change the way that our world operates. It just is. It has to. And... We have been through things like this before. Think about your great-grandparents going through the Great Depression. I mean, we have been through trying times before. We will survive this. But there are some things I think that you can do to keep your sanity. And I did a little mini video the other day where I talked about some of the things you can do. For me, it's making sure that I have a schedule every day. Because if I get up and I have absolutely nothing to do, I am going to just drive myself insane. Now, being a teacher, we're doing online learning, so I'm still posting content and grading content, but of course it doesn't take eight hours in a day to do that. So I make sure when I get up, I work out. Then I say, okay, I'm going to take from this time to this time to answer my emails, to grade work, and then I'm going to pick a room and I'm going to do something like clean up the room or sweep and mop the floor. I'm going to tackle a task, you know, at hand, or I'm going to spend some time working on this course that I'm working on for my business. You know, I just take time and do a little bit of something every day. And of course I carve out time to just do nothing too, to relax, but I make sure that I have sort of a schedule for myself or a plan because that makes me feel like there's some normalcy because going to work, getting up and going to work and having a purpose, that is normalcy for us. And when we don't do that anymore, it can make us feel a little bit like, what is going on? I don't understand what to do now. I'm so lost. But we need to try to keep as much normalcy as we can. And if you're a very social person, I was, I went and hung out with my mom and my sister and my brother and our friends. We would go out several times a week just to visit. Not doing that now is like, oh my gosh, like 
It makes me appreciate the times that I have with those people. But now we're just communicating differently. Now we uh, text a lot and we have like video um, chats. And I think this is so funny because I've seen other people saying that they're doing this. They will have a happy hour with their coworkers. So they all get on like Zoom or whatever at a certain time and they're all, they all have a drink and they're just laughing and talking about what's going on with them. That's so important to keep up your social life. And it's hard when you're social distancing, but you can still do it. You can still, you know, video chat with people, whatever you need to do. I mean, we made that work with my grandma too. And in fact, I just posted on Facebook today, but we were able to go up today and stand outside the window of her retirement home. And we stood outside and the, the one of the workers there, which I think these healthcare workers, I just commend them. They're doing such an awesome job. She gave my mom her cell phone number, and so she gave my grandma her cell phone, and my grandma was able to talk back and forth to all of us through the cell phone while waving at her outside the window. And although it's not quite the same as being able to hug her, it was still good to see her because I hadn't seen her in several weeks. We did video chatting with her, but there, we're fortunate to live in the era that we do and to have this because we still have the internet and we can still communicate with people. So we need to be looking at the bright side of things. You know, what What are you thankful for? This is teaching us something. It's teaching us that we were too reliant on our phones for interaction instead of actually talking to people face-to-face. And now that we can't talk to people face-to-face, I don't think we're going to take that for granted as much anymore. It's also teaching us about ourselves. When we have to stay home, and stay alone with our own thoughts, that's scary for some people. It really is because people often stay so busy so they don't have to have that alone time and think about all the things that they think are wrong with themselves. And I know this because I used to feel this way. And I know people who are this way. And they do this because when they're home alone and when they're sitting by themselves, They start thinking about all of the things they don't like about their lives or about themselves, and that's tough to face. And you might have things that are coming up for you as you're going through this, you know, this time that you need to address. It's kind of like the universe saying, well, you can't run anymore. Like, we've made it, so you cannot run. I personally, I told you, There were a lot of things that I had slacked on and stopped doing in my life that I knew I should still be doing. And it's like the universe was saying, okay, we've given you all the time in the world. You're going to get back in an alignment. You're going to get back on track. So maybe there are things that you need to be doing and taking advantage of during this time. So I think if you take your focus off of what's going on around you, and place it on what's going on within you, this is going to be easier because we can control how we react to things and to situations. So maybe this is the time for you to take a time out and to get yourself back in alignment with who you truly want to be and who you truly are. I think that this is not happening by coincidence. I think that this is definitely teaching us something. And if you walk away from this with like, I've learned nothing, 
You're like the student we have that never paid attention, not even a single second in class. It's just super frustrating. You are being taught right now a huge lesson. And it's up to you to decide what is it that I'm supposed to be learning? What is this teaching me? Instead of asking, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening for me? If you decide to stop focusing on all of the social media posts that are like, oh my gosh, this is awful. And you may have to go through and unfollow people just so that you aren't inundated with all of this negativity. And you may have to limit your exposure to the news. You may have to say, you know what, I'm only going to watch the news for 30 minutes today and that's it. I'm not going to be totally engrossed in it all the time because watching it 24-7 isn't going to help you. I think that you find a few really good sources and you listen to those sources. In fact, on my Facebook page, I posted an interview that The Daily Show, Trevor Noah, that he did with the doctor who's in charge at the White House with, I believe his name is Dr. Fossey or Fauci, And it's very informative. It is not all about hype and make you scared. It's actually very truthful and forthcoming. It tells you what you can do to avoid the spread of this disease. And he mentioned that it's usually only through the droplets that people become infected. And yes, the virus can live on metal surfaces, so like door handles, but if you wash your hands, you know, periodically throughout the day, wash your hands, you should be okay. And I think that it's a really sensible way of looking at things and not this whole, oh my gosh, you know, we're not going to survive this. What is that panic mode going to do for us? It's not going to do anything. We have to have sensible leadership. And I know, at least in my state, I believe that our governor is doing really well and doing a good job of really trying to make sure that people are safe. And that's really what I'm counting on. And I know that not everybody can say that about where they live. And I really do think it should be all coming from, you know, the top down. I think that everything should be federally mandated. So we're all doing the same thing. But it's not. So we need to just be following the guidelines, the things they're telling us to do, we just need to follow. And there, like I said, are things you can do throughout your day to make sure you're not panicking and you're not upset. And the one thing you can do, first of all, is don't give in to those fear-based thoughts. When you start to feel those things creeping in on you, take a breath. I created a meditation to help alleviate fear, and I'm going to include the link to that in the description to this podcast. It's also on my Facebook page. Do a quick meditation. Do a quick tapping for fear. Just go to YouTube and search for EFT tapping fear, and you'll come up with some. Brad Yates has them. He has some really good ones. You really do need to deal with this because this is bringing up, this is like a trigger. It's bringing up some kind of inner fears that you already have. It really is. So there may be some emotional wounding that you need to deal with. And if you feel like it's really deeper than that, you know, you can do Reiki or energy clearings. Right now I have energy clearings, 20 minutes for $15. And we can really 
try to clear through some of that emotional stuff that's coming forward. You know what? This is bringing up a lot of emotional issues for people because it's probably bringing up past life triggers for you. If you ever had a past life where you were like, had to live through the plague or whatever, it could be bringing up that stuff. It really can. But that's all stuff that we need to address and we need to heal. And the biggest thing is we cannot let our egos get in the way. We cannot let fear step in. When we trust that the divine is watching over us, has our backs, then we have nothing to fear. We shouldn't be afraid. So we need to do our part and do the things we need to do to make sure that fear isn't overtaking our lives. And as I said, you can pay attention to your thoughts. Be living in the present moment. Don't be thinking about what's going to happen in a month from now, okay? We can't predict that anyway, so stop worrying about it. If you're living in the fear, you're living with anxiety because you're going to get anxious about all kinds of things and create scenarios of things that will probably never happen. You need to be living in the present moment and paying attention to your thoughts because once those fear-based thoughts start to creep in, Say, no, rewind, delete, this is not my story, and do a quick tapping or a meditation and replace those thoughts with, we're going to get through this. This is going to be better. We're going to be able to have our family parties once again, and we're going to be able to go back to church once again and go to school once again and all the things that we once did. And you better believe that once we are all able to get back out and and be together again, we're not going to take those kinds of things for granted anymore. I think this is really teaching us a major lesson in gratitude and appreciation and love. Gratitude is another amazing way to feel better because once you realize all the things you're grateful for, I mean, listen, guys. We have to be quarantined in homes that are warm, with food in our refrigerator, with technology that allows us to visit with people online, with programming on television. So we have ways to watch movies like Netflix and Hulu and cable and all of those things. Okay, this is not the worst case scenario. We aren't being asked to live through a war zone where things are bombed out and we have no food and no shelter. This is nothing compared to that. It's nothing. We're being asked to stay at home. That's really it. I know that there are people who have, you know, there, I shouldn't say it's not nothing because there are people I know who are struggling financially because of being laid off because of this. And for those people, I am sending you prayers and positive vibes. I'm so thankful that the government just passed the stimulus bill for those people. And I continue to believe that the universe is going to also continue to provide financially. You know, we don't need to stress and worry because that doesn't do anything to help us. It really doesn't. You're not alone in this. There are a lot of people who are going through this. And I think that companies, they're all going to have to get together and figure out how they can help. So when we allow fear to come in, I mean, I trust me, I understand. 
I understand when child support ended for me, my first place that I went to was a deep, dark place of fear, a deeply rooted, I believe, fear of not having enough money, of not being able to survive. And I was quickly shown that that is not going to happen. I was quickly shown how the universe has my back and that I'm never going to have to worry about that. I was quickly shown that my fears are simply things that I'm creating, that I don't need to give in to them. And I truly believe the same for you all. Money is just energy. It comes and goes. It's not a negative or positive thing, but we attract it or repel it based on our own our own, um, our own frequencies, our own energetic frequencies. Are we in a low vibrational place or are we in a high vibrational place? You know, it's all about what we're calling in. Are we, when we stay in the place of fear, we're calling in more things to be fearful of. When we realize that there's nothing to be afraid of, things start to get better. And I know that's a difficult concept sometimes to wrap your brain around, especially when you've been conditioned to be, to think negatively. And that's natural. Your brain naturally tends to dwell and focus on the negative. But we have a choice. We can either continue down that negative spiral or we can say, nope. I'm interrupting that pattern and I'm redirecting it and now I'm only accepting positive things. Only good things are coming to me. It doesn't mean that our life is going to be perfect. It just means that we're not going to allow what's happening around us to dictate what happens inside of us. Because here's your scenario. You can choose to be at home, isolated, stewing and worrying and upset that doesn't sound like a fun existence to me or you can sit at home in isolation knowing that this is all going to be better things are going to work out and focusing on the fact that now you have time to spend with your family now you can exercise more now you can uh, start meditating more and you start binge watching shows you love and you're just having a good time which sounds better to you because it's your choice. It's always your choice. And I don't criticize anyone who has gone to that fear-based place because I've been there. That used to be me. I did that all the time. Life when I did that was not fun. Life now is much more beautiful. So I say, actively do what you need to do to make sure that you are living your best life. And that's not going to be a life where you are thinking negatively and it's gloom and doom. That's not going to be fun. So do what you need to do. Make sure you're meditating and ask your angels and guides for help too. You know, fear just means you're out of alignment with whatever. So you can ask your guides and angels and say, I know I'm out of alignment with the situation. I need help getting back into alignment. I need help. It's all about trusting, really. It's getting in alignment and trusting that 
everything is happening for your highest good and that's going to work out perfectly. Everything is always working out perfectly for you. Believe that, trust that, have faith in that because it is. All right, guys, I wanted to pull a card for you. And the card I pulled today is from the Notes from the Universe deck. It's a new deck that I just got. And it's Dwell on What You Love. Asking someone to change is like pruning a tree. Neither will ever be the same again. Scarier still is knowing that you can't quite know in what new directions they'll grow. I wouldn't change a leaf on you, the universe. So I love that. We can't change other people. The only people we can change is ourselves. And I think that this goes along perfectly with what we were talking about. You can't change what's happening around you, but you absolutely can change what's happening within you. And we absolutely must do that because otherwise we're going to drive ourselves crazy. We don't deserve to be upset And it's emotionally draining to walk around upset all the time. So don't give in to the fear-based thinking. Trust, okay? Just trust. The universe has your back always. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Um, As I said, I am going to be posting the podcast now three days a week. So I'll be posting Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And um, I am still doing the Facebook Lives. So if you follow me on social media, all of my social media information is in the description to this podcast. You can join me. I am going to be going live at 6.30 this Monday instead of 5.30 because I asked what time worked best for people and what I got was later is better. So I'm going to do 6.30 central time. So that means it is 7.30 eastern time and 4.30 uh, mountain time. So Uh, check that out. And I've also been posting videos on Instagram on IGTV. So you can check that out too. Just trying to help people through this. As I said, I did create a meditation to help ease worry and fear. So I'm going to include that in this particular podcast in the description. You can still purchase my book, Beautifully Broken. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Goodreads. So if you love my podcast, you will love my book. It's really not just for single moms or for people who've gone through divorce. It's really for anyone who's ever experienced any kind of darkness in their lives. It contains a lot of tools and humor to help you get through. All right. Also, uh, as I said earlier in the podcast, I am still doing 20-minute energy healings for $15. So if you just feel like, I've been feeling a little if you're afraid or emotional or you just feel like you need some, we can't go get a massage. So an energetic massage is kind of something that's really good self-care. So if you want to get in on that, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. And there you'll also see all of the other services that I offer. You can book a coaching session with me, a private reading, a Reiki session, or a past life regression. So go there to check that out. I want to thank you so much for following me. Also, if you haven't yet, if you go to my website, melissaoatman.com, and you subscribe, you'll get a free morning and evening meditation from me, just as my way of saying thank you for signing up. 
Don't forget, you can still get in on my free self-love challenge. I am going to be starting my self-love course. It's called You Are Lovable. It will be a mixture of, it's an online course, but we'll also be meeting once a week. It's a two-week course. So we'll meet twice in a group setting to do some group coaching with me. And it's all about increasing your self-love, self-confidence, self-esteem. And that is going to be starting soon. But to kick it off, I am doing a free self-love challenge where I'm going to give you a little sampling of what the class will be like absolutely free. All you need to do is go to my Facebook page and sign up. You'll see the post about my free challenge. You sign up and I will be sending you, starting April 6th, a text message a day with lessons that you can do to increase your self-love. It's an awesome opportunity and it costs you nothing but you have everything to gain. So go check that out. As always, I want to thank you for being here with me and for supporting me. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, please share it with others, please leave a review. That helps others find me. Reviews and referrals are really the nicest, kindest, and best energy exchange you can give for me. Um, It helps others find me. So also, if you've read my book and you love it, please go leave a review. And if you've had a service with me and you love it, please go leave a review. You can leave a review on my website or on my Facebook page. Either one is perfect. Thank you so much. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day and that you experience so much love. You have so much to be thankful for, so much. Take a look around and notice all of the blessings in your life and you will see more come in. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.